Good evening, good afternoon, and in some places, good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Velvet Rope Show podcast. And this is our great segment for our moment for the people. Hey, Ann, are you there? I am, Angela. How are you? I am great. How are you? Very well. All right. Well, let's just dive right into it because, I mean, we, we always start the radio show off with our moment for the people where we get to talk about the issues that's going on in our world our election and just our society so let's start first of all with what's going on with the secret police and what's going on in portland oh my gosh this is just as frightening as anything i've seen in my lifetime um i think there was a great article in the new york times today that from thomas friedman saying that this was like that movie wag the dog Trump yes. cannot get a handle on Biden, doesn't know how to go how to go after him. He's down 15 points. So what do you do? Well, he's not going to start a war overseas, which is what a lot of other presidents have done. Right. So he's going to turn us against each other. And then he's going to be the only one who can solve the problem. This is right out of uh, Assad from Syria, exactly what he did. He yes. turned his people against each other. And then he came in with his secret police and fought back and destroyed his country. And this is where we're headed. I saw a minute ago that Trump is now saying that he's sending in troops into Chicago and Albuquerque. And I don't know what he's planning on doing there, but he is, you know, interrupting peaceful protests. Where are the people who've been kidnapped in Portland? I have no idea. I haven't heard anything about them. I haven't heard anything about that either. It is as frightening as it gets, but this is a playbook. This is exactly what he's doing. So I saw that Larry Krasner, because he put Philadelphia on the list, he really doesn't like uh, cities that have Democratic mayors. So when he's painting this picture saying the radical left is destroying the country, they're going to take us to hell and I'm going to prevent that from happening. I see that Larry Krasner, RDA, is saying there is no way that's going to happen here. And I think in Portland, and they're starting to stand up with their own police. But what's that going to do? We don't want those people killing each other. Right. It's crazy. But where is, once again, the Senate? Where is the Congress? Where are the Republicans to stand up against this? Why isn't someone just marching this guy out of office? I've never seen anything like it in my life. I'm... I'm so confused on how he is allowed to run um, things like like a dictatorship. This is yeah. a democracy. This is not a dictatorship. This is a democracy. So I'm just as baffled as you are. Yeah. How is how is this able that he's able to run this like a dictatorship and no one hold him accountable? And of course, he's going to create a problem and then come in and have a solution. Right. Okay. You're creating the problem. <laughs> right. And this is just how he conducts himself in business. And yeah. this is the same way. And, and he's treating America just like one of his bad business investments. Well, and, and what did he do in business? He he destroyed and took so many things bankrupt. And then he went to the banks and said, what are you going to do about it now? You, you know, take me down. You're even further down. Well, that's right. what he's doing to our country. Right? <laughs> exactly. Right? It's sad. But it's what true. I don't believe is I've never seen, I thought we had checks and balances against all of this stuff. I don't get it. I honestly don't get it. 
I mean, at, at, at this point, the only way, the only thing that I, as a citizen, can take away from this is who to vote out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, I'm actually, it's, I'm saddened by the way our country is being ran. I'm saddened by the way, you know, um, our citizens are acting towards each other. It's very sad. You know, yeah. the eyes of the world are on America right now. Well, and we're putting on a horrible reality TV show, but it's horrible. actually our, but it's our reality. That's the joke. That's the joke yeah. for us. <laughs> this is our reality. And people still, this is why I don't understand. Why are his polling numbers only down 15%? That's I it. I know. I know only 15%. I'm confused about that. So now his new thing is I'm taking over the coronavirus. So yesterday he says, we're developing a national strategy. Really, four months in, you're developing a strategy. <laughs> and what? A, here's a novel idea. Everyone should wear a mask. Really? I, now you're saying this? <laughs> like you invented that idea? It's amazing. Amazing. But he is doing what the Republicans always do the radical left will take over. They will take your guns. Everyone will have an abortion. We'll have socialism, blah, 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 blah. And you know what? We, nobody can fall for this. We have to talk to each other. In this Tom Friedman article, he mentions uh, a successful politician in Turkey who became the mayor um, of Istanbul, I believe, and fought against Erdogan, and he practiced radical love. We've got to go listen to the other side. Yes. We've got to embrace the other side and help right. them, nudge them are in our direction. Because what I'm so afraid of is the election is four months away. The damage this can, guy can do in that amount of time, look what he's done to us in three years. In four months, we are so on the brink that it just makes me so scared what he could do. So this has to be shut down and we may all have to be in the streets. I don't know, but it is frightening. It, it has to change. Yeah. It, I mean, it has to change. Absolutely. Oh, oh my goodness. So it's it's not a clown show anymore. It's no. too scary. Before we could look at him and go, oh, really? We believe you now? No, it's not can't. funny. And the <laughs> fact that who, we don't even funny. know who these secret federal police are. I think he's hired Blackwater, who is run by Eric Prince, who happens to be Betsy DeVos's brother. That, really? Yeah, let's just keep that nepotism going. Yeah, he runs Blackwater. He's got mercenaries all over the world. This is uh, I, my feeling personally is that this is his little group that's in there. They have no identification. They're taking people to unknown places and uh, it's frightening, just frightening. And it's all so he can get elected. That's what this is all about. <laughs> get a, look, get elected for what? Didn't you have enough? Well then, you, well, then you won't go to jail right away, right? It'll, it'll, it'll postpone the jailing. Oh, oh, for the love of Peter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I mean, I I just can't wait until, you know, a couple of years down the line when someone puts the movie out. Because someone's going to put a movie out about America in this time. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to be, uh, you know, ecstatic to see. <laughs> 
it, it's how it's gonna how it's gonna play out. And I can and I look and I can say you know what I've always said you know what growing up and watching the civil rights movement and watching different things happen in history and I would always say oh man that's never gonna be me. Yeah. And now I can truly say and I'll be able to tell my grandkids yep. That was your grandmom. I lived through that. Mm-hmm. I, re- mm-hmm. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. That actually happened. And I, they're going to go, what? No one can be that stupid. Well, yeah. yes, they absolutely can. Honey. Yes, they can. Yes, and you know, can. you know, Reagan pulled this law and order stuff. And Nixon pulled this law and order stuff. And it was veiled racist threats. You know, they were never so outlandish about it the way Trump is. And the fact that this is still an issue, that this is, that he can rile people up so much like this is just horrifying. And so we got to tackle all these issues at once. It's just, put an end to it now. Put an end to it, yeah, I'm looking at the polls now. They said Biden has 49.2% rating and Trump has a 40.8% rating right now. Okay, that's not enough. We need a 40% difference. <laughs> right. I need him to have like a 10% rating. But you that's know, what if, he needs. if you're watching Fox News, you think that uh, Biden's going to, this is what they sell, this radical left stuff. You're going to be paying 60% in taxes. They're going to nationalize the industries, blah, blah, blah. They're going to, that's what they go. And people fall for this. But what has Trump done for anybody? That's what, remember when Trump said that? He goes, what do you got to lose? Just vote for me. Well, now we know who we're voting for. Exactly. So everyone has to We already to wake know. Up what we can lose people yeah. have lost jobs they've lost businesses people are losing their life so uh i dare him to say that this time around because there's a whole list of things that people have lost and they're in losing your life is the worst thing ever i mean yeah I, I mean come on you can't come back from this whole covid 19. yeah and and, it, and it's just like yeah you refuse to wear a mask and now you want to turn around and say put a mask on right where in the meantime how many places including places he's gone and had rallies like Tulsa Oklahoma uh, have this cases have spiked and it's due to him people standing in line for hours and hours or gathering outside it's due to him not wearing masks because and he's now not he's going to pretend mask. yeah he's going to pretend oh i shut it down i didn't let people from china come in blah blah but and we have to remember that's the whole point we have to remember everything he's done so that we don't forget so let's talk about phone. why why is he sending federal agents into chicago for those who do not know what's going on he well first of all he's he's really going after democratic mayors who have uh gone up against him and are alarmed about the coronavirus and want to have a mandatory mask uh law and so in chicago there is a lot of violent crime there are a lot of guns on the street and there's violent crime however i'm not aware of Black Lives Matter protesting going on there now. There still are protests going, but I'm not sure about that. I think this is just a hot spot for the whole country to see. Everything is a PR move, everything. And this is to go in and then he's gonna say to everybody, see, I solved that problem. And I'm your law and order 
longer president and Biden will give your guns away and then that's it. And then, yeah. So it's really. It, it's and then November really, will be here, and then by the time December gets here, he'll forget. Right. So, so what, you know, he was really riding on the good. And it just sail him into the next election, and that's fallen apart because of the coronavirus. Look, law and order scare everybody and this is what happens people vote out of correct. fear correct right and so originally most of the a lot of can press into ward in order to win a second term and uh so this is going to be a war against ourselves absolutely but but you know what it's going to be a war that we are going to win because i just feel like people have had enough and people are realizing that there is power in their voice and there is power in their vote Right. And once you realize that, then guess what? They all should be scared. Yeah. Because did you did you see? Speaking of of the power of the people, uh, these mothers in Portland who yes. have lost their arms, like don't come near us. Yes. Yeah. And we're singing. Oh my goodness. I mean, yes. just think of all of us across the country linking arms. That is the vision we have to think about. We're linking arms against this evil. Correct. And this is. Uh, clearly, Trump has been the grifter in chief, but there's so many grifters supporting him and enabling him. And what is their thing? What is Mitch McConnell's deal? He's gotten 200 judges in there. What is what is any of their deal? Lindsey Graham, why are they supporting it? For personal gain or for personal. Trump's, or Trump's I mean, got the goods on them or Putin's got the goods on them or somebody you know has what? the goods. It's probably one of each of those things. One of mm -hmm. each of those things. But for me, I honestly think that, that it's, it's personal gain because it's not common sense. Mm -hmm. It's not common sense. It has to be personal gain. It has to be. Mm -hmm. It has to be. And then because when you run yourself as a dictator, who wants to go against a dictator? Isn't that how you get your head cut off? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so I mean, it's all of those things. But you know what? That's why I said on the show on Monday, I think that the reason why we need to get young people into um, into government is because these people have forgotten that they are civil servants. They've forgotten what the word civil servant means. Mm -hmm. They've forgotten why they got elected to take those seats. And yeah. they have forgotten that, and that's why it's turning into personal gain and not, you know, a, a not a country's gain. It's turned into their personal bank book, and that's and that's all of them. And I think so. Then we go back to term limits for these guys. I mean, Mitch McConnell's been in there for 35, 40 years. Yeah, enough is Same enough. with Lindsey Graham. Nope. And at some point, it, and some point after how many years? He's they're all corrupted. Yeah. So, and now they're really corrupted. So, yeah, because they've been taught, you know, you, well, I mean, they've been taught and told that it's okay to rob steal from the American mm -hmm. people. And mm -hmm. once, and you know, once the, the person in power goes, it's okay. Come on. I do it all the time. We can all stick our hands in the candy jar. These yeah. people won't know, you know, they, they won't fight out until it's way too late. And, and they are bought and paid for by the lobbyists and by the people who have 
help them get elected. There's too much money in elections. Someone said they should all be wearing like a NASCAR jacket that has all their sponsors on it. So we know who has paid for them, what drug companies have paid for them, what oil companies have paid for them, because their loyalty lies to corporations. It doesn't That's lie, right. live to with people. the people. Yeah. No, it does not. No, it does not. It does not live with the people. It does not. <laughs> so, I mean, we just have to really just stay vigilant and pay attention to what is going on mm-hmm. and, and and make sure that we are getting as many people out there to make sure people are registered to vote, to know why they're voting and what they're actually voting for in their counties. Because I had a conversation with someone and they told me that, you know, there are um, the, uh, the no bill law that they have. Oh and, yeah. Right. And, and, a police officer said, well, you know, that's just something that got voted on last year. So then your last election, yep. people voted for it and didn't even realize what they were voting for. Yep. So I think that especially in this election, people have to understand what those little questions are that's also on the polls. It's not just about the president. It's about all of that. All of that. The, everything on the ballot is important. So we're going to have to start breaking down the ballots in our areas and find out what are these questions that are on the ballots and how are they going to affect our community after these uh, these laws get passed right and it all starts on the local level the the Koch brothers 30 years ago started their this is in a book called dark money that's just fantastic but they started at the local level getting politicians put in there. And so that's why we arrived with the Tea Party. That didn't just crop up overnight. That had been cropping up for years. And they were the ones who wanted to get rid of all the regulations on pollution and the environmental laws. And look what's happened. They got in there and they're voting on this stuff. So it does start, it's just, the, I have to say the Republicans play the long game. They really do and very so. effectively. So, Effectively. so yeah. now the radical love people, that should be all of us radical love out there. We're going to move this forward. Yes. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Because we need, we need to stay and, you know, keep people in the positive and let them know that there is light at the end of this dark tunnel. Mm-hmm. There is some, there is That's light. That's right. There and is all light. of us can do our part. Yes, we can. And yes, we absolutely will. Yes, we will. So really quickly, and let's also talk about really quickly before we get off of, you know, our podcast, <laughs> <laughs> we have started a brand new book club. So let's yes, talk we have. quickly about the book club. So the book is The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander. And I am having such an education reading this book it is incredible this is uh, you know i've read a newspaper every day of my life for 60 years and i cannot tell you the new information that i am finding in this book that is just so fascinating about the fluidity of racism about how once the emancipation proclamation was signed all the little maneuverings on a local level, on a state level, to create more enslavement and in in a legal way, and then find ways to get people put in jail so then they could be part of the convict leasing program because we've never gotten over the fact that labor should be free. So 
this goes on and then it goes into things like uh, civil forfeiture. If, if a young guy is living with grandma and he gets picked up for marijuana possession, her house can be taken away. Her house is gone. And where does that money go? It goes to the police department. And they get bonuses and vacations. Absolutely. And the the Supreme Court didn't help with these laws at all. No. No. So it's benefiting those people. So so if you can take away from one person and make it benefit another person, then hey, that's just a different form, like you said, of slavery. Right. Slavery doesn't always mean, you know, there's a black person in your kitchen cooking your food and um, they have chains on. Yeah, that's yeah, that's (laughs) and and that's what people think when they hear the word slavery. Right. Right. So so this book is such an eye opener for those of us who never had that education. It is also such a terrific linear history of how we got to where we are today and that what Black Lives Matter is all about. And that what I think a lot of people like me who did not know all of this stuff to see this systemic racism in, in hidden places in our country, inside of police departments, inside of DA offices, that Mm -hmm. this is the awareness everyone needs to have in order to right the wrongs and to really make a giant new uh, slate in terms of all our laws. Correct. I completely agree. I completely agree. And that is exactly why we want to encourage everyone to get it on your Kindle, Amazon, or or get it on um, um, an Audible book and get The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander. You guys will not be disappointed. And we will actually start breaking down the book and talking about the book um, next month in our first show in August, on August the 3rd. And we'll be talking about uh, The New Jim Crow and actually breaking some of that down for Anne's time with Moment for the People. <laughs> exactly. I hope a lot of people join in on that. Absolutely. I, I, You know what, Anne? I think they absolutely are. They absolutely are because I'm getting messages and we're getting DMs on our Instagram and on, on, on our Facebook. So, And then some people have actually already read the book, so they're doing a reread. Oh, good. Right, Very right. Good. Just like me, I'm doing a reread. So, you know, that's why when we talk about it, I kind of just let you talk and, you know, let you flow with it because, you know, I've read this book. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've read this book. And, and so, you know, just the reread from it is just bringing back so many different memories and, you know, the times when I first learned about racism and, and how things really are. And, you know, so, you know, it's an emotional journey, but it's, it's a journey that people need to take. It's a yeah. journey that you need to take. Yep. Yes. And that's and, part of being educated. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. So, I mean, I just want to say thank you, Anne. And we want to welcome you guys again for our season one, episode two of Moment for the People with Angela and Anne. And you guys can tune in. We'll be doing a moment for the people after every one of our Behind the Velvet Rope radio shows. So you guys can tune in to us on Monday and then catch our podcast later on that week. So we thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed us. And we will see you again on A Moment for the People. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you.